Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 53. Fools say in their hearts there is no God. They are corrupt and do horrible deeds. Not one of them does anything good. God looks down from heaven on humans to see if anyone is wise, to see if anyone seeks God. But all have turned away. Everyone is corrupt. No one does good, not even one person. Are they dumb, these evildoers, devouring my people like they are eating bread but never calling on God? There, where there was nothing to fear, they will be in utter panic because God will scatter the bones of those who attacked you. You will put them to shame because God has rejected them. Let Israel's salvation come out of Zion when God changes his people's circumstances for the better. Jacob will rejoice. Israel will celebrate. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 1 Samuel 25, verses 23 through 44. When Abigail saw David, she quickly got off her donkey and fell face down before him, bowing low to the ground. She fell at his feet and said, Put the blame on me, my master. Please, let me, your servant, speak to you directly. Please, listen to what your servant has to say. Please, my master, pay no attention to this despicable man, Nabal. He's exactly what his name says he is. His name means fool, and he is foolish. But I myself, your servant, didn't see the young men that you, my master, sent. I pledge, my master, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, that the Lord has held you back from bloodshed and taking vengeance into your own hands. But now let your enemies and those who seek to harm my master be exactly like Nabal. Here is a gift which your servant has brought to my master. Please let it be given to the young man who, men who follow you, my master. Please forgive any offense by your servant. The Lord will definitely make an enduring dynasty for my master because my master fights the Lord's battles, and nothing evil will be found in you throughout your entire lifetime. If someone chases after you and tries to kill you, my master, then your life will be bound up securely in the bundle of life by the Lord your God. But he will fling away your enemies' lives as from the pouch of a sling. When the Lord has done for my master all the good things he has promised you and has installed you as Israel's leader, don't let this be a blot or burden on my master's conscience that you shed blood needlessly or that my master took vengeance into his own hands. When the Lord has done good things for my master, please remember your servant. David said to Abigail, Bless the Lord God of Israel, who sent you to meet me today, and bless you and your good judgment for preventing me from shedding blood and taking vengeance into my own hand today. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord God of Israel lives, the one who kept me from hurting you, if you hadn't come quickly and met up with me, there wouldn't be one single one who urinates on a wall left come morning. Then David accepted everything she had brought for him. Return home in peace, he told her. Be assured that I've heard your request and have agreed to it. When Abigail got back home to Nabal, he was throwing a party fit for a king in his house. Nabal was in a great mood and very drunk, so Abigail didn't tell him anything until daybreak. In the morning, when Nabal was sober, his wife told him everything. Nabal's heart failed inside him and he became like a stone. About ten days later, the Lord struck Nabal and he died. When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Bless the Lord, who has rendered a verdict against Nabal's insult to me and who kept me 
his servant, from doing something evil. The Lord has brought Nabal's evil down on his own head. Then David sent word to Abigail, saying that he would take her as his wife. When David's servants reached Abigail at Carmel, they said to her, David has sent us to you so you can come become his wife. She bowed low to the ground and said, I am your servant, ready to serve and wash the feet of my master's helpers. Then Abigail got up quickly and rode on her donkey, with five of her young women going with her. She followed David's messengers and became his wife. David also married Ahinoam from Jezreel, so both of them were his wives. But Saul had given his daughter Michal, David's wife, to Palti, Laish's son from Galim. Today's New Testament reading comes from Acts 14, 19-28. Jews from Antioch and Iconium arrived and won the crowds over. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing he was dead. When the disciples surrounded him, he got up and entered the city again. The following day, he left with Barnabas for Derbe. Paul and Barnabas proclaimed the good news to the people in Derbe and made many disciples. Then they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, where they strengthened the disciples and urged them to remain firm in the faith. They told them, if we are to enter God's kingdom, we must pass through many troubles. They appointed elders for each church. With prayer and fasting, they committed these elders to the Lord, in whom they had placed their trust. After Paul and Barnabas traveled through Pisidia, they came to Pamphylia. They proclaimed the word in Perga, then went down to Ataliah. From there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been entrusted by God's grace to the work they had now completed. On their arrival, they gathered the church together and reported everything that God had accomplished through their activity and how God had opened a door of faith for the Gentiles. They stayed with the disciples a long time. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of John 13, verses 1 through 17. Before the festival of Passover, Jesus knew that his time had come to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them fully. Jesus and his disciples were sharing the evening meal. The devil had already provoked Judas, Simon Iscariot's son, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew the Father had given everything into his hands and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the table and took off his robes. Picking up a linen towel, he tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a wash basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he was wearing. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you don't understand what I'm doing now, but you will understand later. No, Peter said, you will never wash my feet. Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't have a place with me. Simon Peter said, Lord, not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. Jesus responded, Those who have bathed need only to have their feet washed, because they are completely clean. You disciples are clean, but not every one of you. He knew who was going to betray him. That's why he said, Not every one of you is clean. After he washed the disciples' feet, he put on his robes and returned to his place at the table. He said to them, Do you know what I've done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you speak correctly because I am. If I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you too must wash each other's feet. 
I have given you an example, just as I have done, you also must do. I assure you, servants aren't greater than their master, nor are those who are sent greater than the one who sent them. Since you know these things, you will be happy if you do them. They say these mountains can't be moved. They say these chains will never break. But they don't know you like we do. There is power in your name. We've heard that there is no way through. We've heard the tide will never change. They haven't seen what you can do. There is power in your name. So much power in your name. Move the immovable. Break the unbreakable, God, we believe, God, we believe for it. From the impossible, we'll see a miracle, God, we believe, God, we believe for it. We know that hope is never lost, for there is still an empty grave. God, we believe no matter what, there is power in your name, so much power in God, we believe, God, we believe for it. From the impossible, we'll see a miracle. God, we believe, God, we believe for seems to be no way we trust in you god you have the final say you are the way when there seems to be no way we trust in you god you have the final say you are the way when there seems to be no way we trust in you, God, you have the final say. Move the immovable, break the unbreakable. God, we believe, 
God, we believe for it from the impossible. You'll see a miracle. God, we believe. God, we believe for The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers.
Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 119. The Lord is my possession. I promise to do what you have said. I've sought your favor with all my heart. Have mercy on me according to your word. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Our song today was We Believe For It, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's Epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's Gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.